Hey, Beauty Pro. Whether the idea of posting fills you with joy or with dread, here's my take. Instagram is one of the best things to happen to the hair industry in the past decade. Hear me out. So you have the opportunity to call in your dream clients, specialize in the services you love, access amazing education, and market yourself for free. You no longer have to rely on the owner of your salon to market for you, which is, hello, the rise of salon suites. Um, And you can establish trust with potential clients before they even meet you. That kind of opportunity just wasn't available 15 years ago from the comfort of your own home. And I know because I built a clientele in several different cities pre-Instagram, and then I built one with. I will give you one guess as to which was easier. Now, you can also use Instagram, and this is something that you might not have thought about, to form deeper relationships with your current clients and increase your earnings. But there's something I want to touch on first. If a resistance rises up inside you every time you think about making more money and getting excited about more money, I really want you to work on releasing that. Now, here's the truth. You can love your career. You can take amazing care of your clients and you can earn great money as well, okay? The kind of money that allows you to live life on your own terms. You can be of service and be a wealthy hairstylist. I want you to feel into that. Now, let me show you how to boost your bottom line using Instagram with the information I'm about to share in this episode. And it's so important that I've actually created a free content planner and guide for you to follow along and refer back to consistently. You can print it out or you can just refer to it and follow along with it and get implementing, okay? So if you're driving or you can't right now, that's totally okay, keep listening because you can always go back and grab that planner later and get to work, all right? So you can find that at jodybrown.ca slash MMM and you can get instant access totally for free. Without further ado, let's get into it. You're listening to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. Here, we talk about creating a career you love. We go deep into mindset, marketing, business, and life as a hairstylist. I'm your host, Jody Brown, a hairstylist veteran turned branding and marketing mentor for ambitious, inspired beauty pros like you. On this podcast, we share the real stories of leaders within the beauty industry and actionable trainings that leave you with the tools and guidance that will inspire you to build your best life as a hairstylist. From branding, business, and marketing to mindset, life, and finding fulfillment, no topic is off limits here. Get ready to be educated and inspired. This is the Hairstylist Rising Podcast. All right, friend, let's get into it. So you want to know how you can use Instagram to make more money as a hairstylist, right? This platform is no longer just about taking hair photos and posting them as a portfolio. Now, I've seen the argument that Instagram is only good to share your work. Instagram is only good as a, you know, very top of funnel place and you need to be in all these other places in order to really convert people. And listen, I think it's a really, really great idea to have a 
robust marketing structure in your business. So I do believe that you should have a website. I think for optimal results, email marketing is a really phenomenal tool. But let me make something very, very clear. It is fully possible to convert followers into clients on Instagram. Okay. So you're going to want to have some sort of landing page or place for them to go. And we can talk about that later, right? So there are apps like Milkshake. There are, if you don't already have a website, I'll give another shout out to my girl, Piper DeYoung. Her templates for beauty business websites are freaking incredible. So that's something to look into, but those are a really great backup and place for people to get even more information, right? However, you're going to need them to actually click and you're going to need them to be converted and decided that they're going to book an appointment. And that all happens right on Instagram. Okay. I have realized that a lot of the Instagram education out there focuses on how to attract new followers and how to get more views. And that's all well and good, but it's kind of pointless if you're not turning any of those views or followers or viral posts into clients in your chair or into additional revenue streams. And not only that, but it's also a Instagram is a beautiful platform for you to really pour into the people who've already said yes to following you. So for you to create content that is going to, you know, maybe help nurture those people, tell them about different services, talk about different products that you offer. I routinely post content that I know isn't going to go viral because I know that it's going to be valuable to my existing audience and it's going to help them with something. And, you know, in turn, that is going to create more of a community and more solidarity and loyalty with my community. And the same is possible for your clientele. The same is possible for the people that you are already working with. So clients that are already coming to see you, you don't just have to think of Instagram as this place to, you know, constantly be wanting more, 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 more followers, more views, more everything. You can also be super content helping build stronger relationships with those that already follow you and convert them into clients. Now, here's a little secret for you. If you concentrate on the people that are there and you concentrate on creating really valuable, amazing content, and you focus on the things that we're going to talk about today, more followers will come, more engagement will come because you are coming from a place of intention and you're doing things in the right way and for the right reasons. And I believe that that is the new authentic. That is the new way that we can really build relationships on Instagram. And that is what I believe you should focus on doing as a small business owner. Okay. I am very, very clear about the fact that branding and, you know, creating a really strong presence online is what you should be aiming to do. And this is where we can start to do that. Right. So I've talked before on the podcast, you know, about your values, your voice and your visuals. I've talked about the different ways that, you know, you can show up online. But what I want to talk about today is there's three basic goals for your content, right? So, you know, as I talked about before, a lot of the Instagram education and particularly I see a lot of stylists, you know, consuming education, not from our industry. And while that's all well and good, 
you know, a lot of these um, influencer education or influencer educators and all these other things are more focused on volume. Whereas for a local business, you can only have so many clients, right? You can only have so many people sitting in your chair. If you want to, um, if you want to attract a bigger audience, then, you know, that's a different conversation, but for the sake of actually making money, you want to really lean into what I'm telling you today. Now you can create content to attract new followers and new clients, and that is great, but that's only a third of the strategy. That is only a third of the things that I want you to concentrate on. The second thing that you can do with your content is really nurture, nurture the people who have said yes to following you, create educational content, create valuable content. That is a really solid strategy as well. And then the third thing, and the thing that we're really going to talk about today mostly is what kind of content inspires people to take action. When I was behind the chair, I had people who would come and follow me or come and follow me for a year or a couple months before they booked an appointment because you were nurturing into that decision until you finally post something that inspires them to take action. One of the, um, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking of Kara, who was an alumni of my group coaching program. And she said that she had people book and literally tell her that they'd been following her for a couple years. And it was the shift in her content that basically inspired them to take action and finally book an appointment. So, you know, Think about the people that are already there and then think about as you're bringing in new followers, as you're bring, as you're getting that reach, what's the kind of content that's going to be the other part of the equation? What's the kind of content that's going to nurture them and then convert them into clients? All right. So we're going to get started today and there are four main content types that I want you to focus on, right? And you will find a content planner, like I said, at jodybrown.ca slash MMM. And that's where you can follow along if you're not driving. But either way, listen to this because that guide you'll be able to go back to and work through it afterwards as well. So the first thing that I want to talk about is creating content that promotes your services. <laughs> this is going to sound really obvious, but a lot of your existing clients may not know that your maintenance and upgrade services exist. And also a lot of people who maybe are new to you, who haven't yet booked an appointment, but who have been following you for a while, that might inspire them to be like, Ooh, yes, that's exactly what I want. Right? So Think about this in two ways. Think about it in posting to, you know, shed light on what you love, what you specialize in and how you can really, you know, how you can really promote what it is that you do. And I'm not talking promotion as in discounts. I'm talking about promotion as in talking about it and just being very clear on what you love and what you offer. And another point here is you can use this to enlighten your existing clients as to potential upsells or maintenance options that they previously might not have thought of. So upselling deep conditioning treatments, extended scalp massages, and glazes for existing clients will not only make you money, but it's going to build loyalty and it's going to make your clients feel really special and really pampered, okay? And you can show that you care by educating them on the best course of action for their hair or extra ways they can be pampered. So 
The action step for this is listing three services you could talk about, three upsell services that you could possibly talk about. So think glossing, think deep conditioning, think maybe you have like a, a refresh, like partial foil or a halo balayage, something along those lines. You know, when I personally started implementing this strategy several years ago behind the chair prior to stepping away, my income increased almost immediately. There were so many balayage clients that I had because that was kind of what I was specializing in uh, prior to stepping away from behind the chair who didn't even realize that they could come in in between. They thought, okay, I come in twice a year for my balayage appointment and it never even crossed their mind to come in in between. And the funny thing here is that I would even talk about it behind the chair, but in a two hour conversation or a three hour or a four hour conversation, they're not going to remember everything you say. So sometimes it's just that little reminder or that little like, Ooh, you know, maybe it hits at the right time. Maybe they're like, Oh, I'm not quite ready for a total refresh yet, but Oh, I have something coming up in a couple weeks and a gloss would be perfect. So those are the kind of thoughts that I want to run through your head, right? Sometimes it's all about just inspiring someone to take action. All right. Now, of course, not only should you be posting about your add-on and maintenance services, you should absolutely be talking about them with your clients and have them on your website. But these little changes can add up to a major difference in your revenue. So can you imagine if you, you know, every single balayage client that you had coming in twice a year added an extra two maintenance appointments per year? That is a massive, or even half of them, that is a massive increase in your revenue without bringing in a single new client. And those are the kind of things that make, you know, your, your profits soar and allow you to work smarter, not harder. Okay. So this can apply to all different sorts of specialties though. Not just if you are, um, not just if you are a balayage specialist, but maybe you are a curly cut specialist and maybe you talk about how you can come in to have a deep conditioning treatment, or maybe you come in for, you know, just like a perimeter shape up or anything like that. There's so many different options for maintenance services and it doesn't always have to include them coming in in between appointments. Sometimes it can be someone who's maybe had their appointment booked for a while and they see a post a week before. And when they come in, they're like, hey, I noticed that you were actually that you offer, you know, a glossing service or I noticed that you offer an extended deep conditioning treatment or an extended scalp massage or any of those things. Um, can I add that onto my appointment, right? So you've spent an extra 10 minutes with your client and you've increased your revenue an extra, you know, 20, 30, $50 that's worth doing. And it's worth talking about. Okay. So that is just the first way that you can use Instagram to increase your profits and your income behind the chair. Now here's step two, and this one is a little bit of a different angle here, but convert followers into clients. All right. Obviously the more clients you have, or the more, you know, premium clients for the services that you want to offer, you have the better off you're going to be in your business. And listen, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, Oh damn, like I love the idea of making more money. I need to make more money, but I actually don't have any space for new clients. Then let me put this to you. 
if you are so full that you can't accept any new clients and you're still not making the money that you want to make, you need an overhaul. And you know what's going to make you feel a lot better about doing an overhaul, increasing your prices, changing your service structure, and doing all the things you need to do if you are consistently bringing in new clients. Okay. If you're getting consistent requests, it's going to feel a lot less scary to make changes. It's going to feel a lot less nerve wracking because we all have this, you know, we like to catastrophize a little bit when it comes to price increases in my experience. And a lot of the time it's like, Oh, what if I lose all my clients? What if I lose this amount of clients? Here's the thing though. If you do lose clients, A, you'll still be making the same amount because you've raised your prices. And B, if you're able to bring in new clients and you're getting consistent requests, you're getting consistent referrals from Instagram, then it gives you freedom and empowers you to make changes, okay? So often potential dream clients will follow you for months or even years, like we discussed, before you finally post something that inspires them to take action. And here are some ideas on the kind of posts that do it, okay? So number one, the testimonial post. Hearing about another client's experience can be the thing that triggers someone to book. Now, a lot of people ask, okay, that's great, but how do I incorporate testimonials? And there's a few different ways, okay? So one, you can create graphics using screenshots. Two, you can create graphics. It's all going to, I love to use Canva for this um, because you still want it to reinforce your visual branding. You still want it to be aesthetically pleasing. So I love to utilize uh, Canva for this because it's going to give you so much so much benefit, so much bang for your buck and so much amazing return on your time investment, right? So this is something that I think is really, really important is learning how to properly utilize a testimonial post. It's a huge deal. Okay. Um, so that is the first type of post that can help convert follower into a client. The second kind of post that I want to talk about is the guest experience post. So what is it like for a client when they visit your salon or your suite? What is it like when they are inside of your business? What is it like when they um, come in and see you? What can they expect? This can be great. You can post photos of the inside of your salon. You can make a video of a tour. There's tons of different things that you can do in order to really create that guest experience post. And you can think micro, you know, you can think about different ways that you can, um, maybe it's a full post about your shampoo. Maybe it's a full post about, you know, the, the styling process, the consultation, all of those things. And here's why this is magic. Okay. If they can picture themselves already there, then they're halfway to booking an appointment. So this is a really, really great way to inspire potential clients to take action and book an appointment with you. The third kind of post is great for a couple reasons. So one, it's really great because um, you will be giving information to new clients, but two, you're staying top of mind and you're being helpful for existing clients. So that third type of post is the information post. How do they book? Where do they park? Is there a new client consultation form? What is it that, what are the steps that they need to take in order to become a client of yours 
or in order to book an appointment. Another way that you can do this that is, is, you know, informational is you could post about a couple openings. Now you don't want to spam your entire feed with this, but I have seen lots of my clients do this with really great success on their feeds. When I was behind the chair, this used to be something I did in my stories a lot and invariably it would really help fill any cancellations quickly. The reach on your stories is a lot more limited now than it was four years ago. So finding a way to do this on your feed is a really great idea. But again, you still want to be branded. You don't want to be, you know, posting about a ton of discounts. You want to keep it really on brand and um, indicative of the experience that you provide. Okay. So I want you to plan out these posts. And again, there is an area, there's a content planner actually inside the free guide that I've created for you. So if you don't have it yet, or if you're driving, make sure when you get home, you go and you print it out or even just um, download it so that you're able to refer back to it when you're planning. Okay. Here's the third type of content that I want you to think about. And (laughs) I can already hear people thinking about this and being like, these posts don't get any engagement, but bear with me. I'm going to show you how to get them more engagement. And I'm also going to tell you a little story. So retail posts, I want you to talk about retail and they may not get the best engagement, but they do contribute to your bottom line, especially if you have an online store. Okay. And let me just, let me just tell you something. You're going to be consistently showing up with content. Not every post needs to go viral. Not every post needs to get a ridiculous amount of engagement, okay? You would just post again the next day, you know, and when I coach, I coach to being very intentional about a strategy to make sure that everything hums and flows along, but I don't want you to get in your head and get all stressed out if you post something and it doesn't necessarily get you know, a ton of engagement. And I also want you to get a little bit realistic here because the average engagement rate on Instagram and what's even considered a good engagement rate is like one to 5%. Okay. So on an account with a hundred followers, that's one to five likes. And chances are you're getting quite a bit more than that. So often I see people beating themselves up about, Oh, wait, I don't get a ton of engagement, but you know, it's not necessarily about that. So, and it's not about that for every post, I should say. Overall, of course, you want great engagement, um, but the best vanity metric, and I'll say this time and time and again, is money in the bank, all right? That is what you really want to focus on. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to list your most popular products. And I'm I'm also going to tell you about ways that you can get better engagement with these posts, but I just wanted to clear that up first. Chances are, if you just post a photo of a product and talk about it, it's not going to get great engagement. Is it better than nothing? Absolutely. But I'm going to give you a little bit more of a finessed way of doing this. All right. So I'm going to pick three of your products, like it says in the guide here. And then here are some ideas on how you can boost engagement and also sales, aka profit. Okay. So to create product posts with better engagement than just a photo. Here's some ideas. One, you can create a tutorial using the product. So if this is, and this doesn't have to be, I just want to be very clear. You don't have to reinvent the wheel with this one. It can be a product, a tutorial such as how to use dry shampoo properly, right? 
it's something that we take for granted as stylists, but for a client that can be, that's something where they'd stop and they would watch that, right? They would be like, Ooh, what is that? That would be a great reel. It would be a great video tutorial. Um, you could even do a carousel if you wanted to, that would be another way of doing it, but just think about tutorials. So how are you going to educate them on it? And then once you're done talking about what are, what's the best way to apply it, then say, and this is my favorite dry shampoo. It works so well. Um, you know, there's no residue, there's no this, there's no that. So that's, kind of how you would position it. So you would give something valuable first, and then you would say, this is the product. This is why I love it. Here's how you buy it. Okay. Now, again, not only will this be great if you have an online store, but this will also be great because your existing clients are watching your content. So next time they come in, they're like, Oh, what was that dry shampoo that you used in your tutorial? I saw on Instagram. When I pulled my audience behind the chair, do you know what the favorite product, the favorite content type was? And I looked and it was predominantly my existing clients who had actually answered this poll product posts. That was one of the most popular ones that they loved because it was valuable. Think of the popularity of like review sites and, um, you know, like makeup alley and all of those types of places, right? Those are so, so popular and review blogs are are still super, super relevant. So you're their stylist. They trust you. They're going to want to hear your take on it. All right. So here is another way to do it. You can talk about a product as a tool as opposed to in a strictly salesy kind of way. So what I mean by this is you can do, you can create another type of educational content saying my three favorite ways to boost volume or my three favorite ways to add smoothness, nourish curls, any of those things, fill in the blank to beat brass, any of those things. And not every single one of these needs to be a product. So for instance, you could say you were a curl specialist and you want to talk about a curl product that you love. One of your, you know, three favorite ways to care for your curls could be using a t-shirt to dry your hair. Um, it could be any of those types of things. And then you're slotting a product in there as well. Okay. So you're talking about product, but you're also giving value in other ways. Um, and then another way that you can, that usually boosts engagement is if you're wanting to just talk about this product, use a photo of you holding it. So use a photo of you. You could even be you behind the chair. If you're getting branding photos done and you're getting photos of you working, I always think it's a great idea to pick out like six products and get your photographer to shoot you holding these products. Do close-ups, do not so close-ups, but just make it more visually interesting other than just a, um, you know, photo of this product. All right. So talk about retail. All right. And I know there's going to be resistance to this. And I know people are going to be like, Oh, I don't want to, cause I know I'm not going to get a lot of likes on it. Try these other ways of talking about it. And then also I want you to just accept and take a deep breath and tell yourself not every post needs to get a ton of engagement, <laughs> especially if it's going to result in sales. Okay. Now step four or content type four. And this one, I want you to take to the bank because a lot of the other stuff won't work unless you do this one as well. All right. I want you to share about yourself. Okay. I'm going to repeat that. I want you to share about yourself and be visible 
on your own Instagram page. So here's what I would immediately do. And I've said this many, many times before. If you are a stylist and you still have a logo as your hair, as your photo on Instagram, I want you to change it to a beautiful branded photo of you. Okay. That alone is going to make a huge difference. But here's the thing. The beauty industry is personal and you are your brand. You know, if you listen to this podcast that I will say until the cows come home, that creating a strong and captivating brand is crucial when you are marketing your beauty business online. It's the best way to increase your income. It's the best way to increase your impact. And it's definitely the best way to increase your influence using Instagram. So believe me when I say it is worth it to push outside your comfort zone a little bit and show your face on your feed. I will be so vulnerable right now and tell you that when I first thought about posting a photo of myself on my Instagram feed, this is years and years and years ago, but what came up for me is the fear of people thinking I was a narcissist for posting photos of myself, okay? So let me tell you this though, once I got over it and I started thinking about, okay, this is not about me. This is about attracting my dream clients. This is about building my business. This is about creating something for myself and my family. I really was able to let go of a lot of those insecurities, right? So it's worth pushing outside your comfort zone. It really, really is. Um, And I want to give you some ideas, okay? So show your face, push outside your comfort zone. It's really, really important. These can be branded photos. These can be from a photo shoot. This can be showing your face on reels. This can be showing your face on video. You want it to be in your feed though. Just on your Instagram stories is not enough, okay? Um, This can also be candid shots. I love when you have, if I just scroll through my camera roll, sometimes I'll even get inspiration for a post from one of the photos. And then because I like to keep things looking great and branded and that makes me happy, I'll just put a Lightroom preset on it and post it to my feed. Okay. And then that way I know that I'm showing up and I'm also able to get inspired on things to share. So if you're sitting here and you're like, I don't have any brand photos or I can't afford to get brand photos done right now, or, you know, I don't have time. I want you to stop letting excuses stop you because you have a cell phone. If you're able to take care photos, you're able to take photos of yourself and show up online. All right. So please, Do yourself a favor and push outside your comfort zone a little bit. You should be showing your face at least at the bare minimum every nine photos. And I would love for you to push yourself for every six. Okay. So here's some ideas on what you can talk about, because I know that's a major roadblock and I want to take all of the roadblocks out of the way for you. So I'm going to give you a couple here, but you can find the rest of these, um, on, in the guide that I've created for you. So what inspired you to become a hairstylist? That's a beautiful thing to talk about because it's giving you your potential clients and your existing clients a glimpse into your why and your purpose and what you love about the industry. And who doesn't want to work with someone? Who doesn't want to come see someone who is passionate and excited about what they're doing and what they're putting into the world? I know that I do. That's important to me as a consumer. So maybe you talk about um, why you love your current location, why you love the salon you work at, why you love your suite. Maybe you talk about what being a hairstylist has taught you. Maybe you talk about the last class you went to. 
there's so many different angles that you can use to allow people to get to know you a little bit, right? Because here's the beautiful thing is when you get new clients off of Instagram, you no longer have that new client anxiety, right? So they've already gotten to know you. They've already gotten to establish you as the trusted expert in their minds before they even sit in your chair. Now, that is an amazing, amazing, powerful thing that's going to make a huge difference for the way you operate in your business, okay? So I want you to just really breathe that in, think about it, because it is super, super important, all right? So let's recap on the content types that we're going to post, right? Now, if you are a member of or an alumni of Beauty Brand Bootcamp or you've worked with me one-on-one... All of these things, obviously, as you know, slot into your core content plan. And these, you can just treat this as some additional ideas. You probably have heard a lot of this already, and you'll be able to even go deeper. But just think about this as, you know, an, a, a little supplement you can slot it in. Um, but the core content framework is a game changer. And by sticking to this, I know that you've already seen these crazy, amazing results, but I just know every time I post an episode with new information, um, my alumni are like, oh, can I still apply this? And the answer is yes, my friend. Yes, yes, yes. This all slots right in there. Okay. So we have talked about posting about your services We have talked about converting followers into clients and the type of posts that will do that. We have talked about retail. We have talked about sharing about yourself. Now, this is something that I don't want you to just, you know, listen to and then forget about because the magic is in the implementation. You're not going to get results from just listening to this episode. You are going to get results by putting it into action. All right. So go ahead and download the guide at jodybrown.ca slash MMM. I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you can go do this right away. And please send me a DM on Instagram or tag me in your post that you create. I cannot wait to see what you come up with. All right. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Hairstylist Rising podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Be sure to check out our show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. And if you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to see on the podcast, or just share your favorite episode, send me a DM over on Instagram, either at Hairstylist Rising or at It's Jody Brown. I am so excited to see you back here, same place, same time next week. And until then, I am Jody Brown. I am your host and I'm signing off now. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next week.